The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Kimberly Ferguson is an entrepreneur, author, learning and development consultant, career coach, trainer, speaker, certified educator, and the host of Strategic Minds TV and a regular contributor to Jack A. Howard's Trenton 365 show on the stellar award-winning radio station, WIMG. Kimberly is a Forest contributor and was the 2016 Boss Influencer and was recently named official mentor for the mentoring program powered by the Sage North America. She has more than 19 years of combined work experience in the areas of learning and development, education, marketing, and leadership. She has worked in the private, public, startup, and nonprofit companies, as well as in secondary and higher education. Through her business, Excel Service Consulting, also known as KFERG Training, Kimberly speaks, trains, consults, and provides customized employee and leadership development solution and coaching for countless organizations. Family, let's welcome Kimberly Ferguson to the Minding My Black Business Podcast. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. All right, family, welcome to another episode of the Minding My Black Business Podcast. And I am so excited to have our next guest joining us. Um, And I am so looking forward to this conversation because we actually had a pre-conversation for this interview and it turned out so well, I should have just hit the record session, but... (laughs) (laughs) but uh but we're getting ready to do it in an official way so uh welcome kimberly ferguson to the podcast so welcome to my my black business thank you so much thank you for having me i'm excited absolutely i'm so glad that you're here um and before i get into all my questions because i have some um would you mind introducing yourself and then um letting the family know where they can find you Sure. Um, Again, my name is Kimberly A. Ferguson. I am a learning and development consultant. So what I do is I go out to different organizations and provide workshops to help the employees get better at what they do. I'm also a certified educator. I'm the host of the Strategic Minds show. You can find that at strategicminds.tv. I'm a regular contributor for the Trenton 365 show with Jacques Howard. I'm the author of Marketing You, Be Strategic. I have more than 19 years of professional experience, so I'm able to use that experience uh, as I'm teaching, training, coaching others uh, to build their businesses or to be, you know, better uh, in what they're doing in the workplace. Okay. And can you can you tell them where they can find you, your websites and social media platforms? Absolutely. So you can find me at kfergspeaks.com. That's K-F-E-R-G Speaks. Com. You can also find me on social media on just about every platform as Kferg Speaks. Uh, so if you look for me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, just search for Kferg 
Speaks. You can also watch us on the Strategic Minds show at strategicminds.tv or on the Women's Broadcast Television Network at wbtvn.tv. And uh, let's see, I guess those are all the ways you can find me. That's perfect. That's perfect. And so what I'll do is I'll add those links to all those um, spaces so that people can get a chance to check out the website and your show and um, even grab a copy of the book and um, all the different things and all the different ways in which you help us all um, be better leaders. So um, thank you for that. I'll make sure I do that. So I'm I'm curious. as a as a fairly new entrepreneur, um, for those who um, find themselves in the entrepreneurial journey, I'm always curious about how they got there. So, what brought you to entrepreneurship? How so, did that start for you? It's it's funny. Um, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. So mm. even when working in the workplace, I was trying to find ways to make things my own. And um, I just had an interest, I always had an interest in helping others get better uh, in the workplace or get better at what they did. I knew I wanted to teach, and so I taught um, at, a, at an alternative high school for a while. And mm-hmm. while I was there, I had the opportunity to um, be on their team to actually help other teachers. So I was going out and I was doing learning and development. So I started to craft or design what it was that I knew I wanted to do. I was better defining that at that time in my life. And as Mm -hmm. I was looking around, um, I realized that this was something that I could build out myself. This is something that I could do. I didn't have to wait for uh, someone else to create this vision for me and for me to to work for them. I could create it myself. So I started on that path. Um, Even while I was working for others, I was still building my business. I was making contacts. I was talking to others. I was going to conferences just to learn more about entrepreneurship. So Mm -hmm. As I continued to do those things, I was learning, I was reading, I was building. Uh, That's really where the journey started for me. And when I got my first client, I was working at the time, I was working, I was overseeing, um, I was overseeing a project at the College of New Jersey. And my very first client on my own was a church. It was their community development corporation. They had a program for youth, and I was speaking, doing some programs for them. And when I started to see how that worked, how that flowed, how having the um, independence of building it myself, being able to be the creative lead on these projects, um, being able to really shape what uh, the product looked like, I fell in love with that feeling. So that's how I I, I really started to push this and and make it more than a hobby, but really make it my career. Wow. So in a lot of ways, you were looking for um, ways to sort of create your own stamp, but it sounds like entrepreneurship also found you as you were looking for it. Um, yeah, that's yeah. pretty I cool. Mean, I knew, I mean, years ago, uh, and, and you know, I was having a conversation recently about some of the different things I tried um, because I knew I wanted to do some type of entrepreneurship. So I, I tried a bunch of different things, you know, even some things that were, you know, part of the, you know, the multimedia marketing uh, world, and it just wasn't for me. Um, so I found my fit, and I think that's the important piece is defining what it is that I'm looking for. Instead of waiting for it to fall in my lap, I just I defined it. And once I did that, I was able to build it out and, and really create the opportunity for myself. So I am finding in talking with all these entrepreneurs that 
there are definitely some common factors. Um, being highly motivated um, are, are some of those um, sort of being pulled into leadership, whether you're sort of a natural born leader or people tend to look to you um, in terms of being like the strong one or the pillar, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, seems to be some commonalities when it comes to entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. The other sort of the the flip side of that coin in having those roles, whether you walk into them or somebody puts them on you, is that sometimes I think people are pushed out into a space where they're the only one doing that or they're the one sort of um, shouldering uh a large amount of responsibility for things, which oftentimes can lead into some to, to some isolation, um, whether it's because they feel like they need to make sure that they have what they need to accomplish the goal or um, other people start to pull back or whatever. So what do you think for you um, or what you have noticed in other entrepreneurs? Has that been a phenomenon that you've noticed in terms of entrepreneurs feeling isolated, the work that they do? So, <laughs> once again, another conversation, you're probably like, wow, you talk a lot. <laughs> but another conversation <laughs> I was having recently uh, with another entrepreneur was just around that, was around, you know, once, more so around the idea that once we build this out, once we create this thing, whatever it is, um, kind of being on an island all alone. So um, that feeling of isolation. So it wasn't necessarily being isolated that drove them to the entrepreneurship as much as it is now being an entrepreneur and trying to find connections, trying to continue to build my business uh, without stepping on someone else's toes, trying to build my business and and contribute to someone else's vision and allow them to contribute to mine. So Mm -hmm. the, the conversation for me was important because it's what I learned. It's what I, when I first came out here, I did. I kind of felt like, okay, now what? I'm, I'm, I'm a solopreneur. So, uh, you know, I use contractors to help me uh, deliver some products when, when needed. But right now I do a lot of this on my own. So as a result, there is that, that feeling of, um, I'm here by myself. Now what do I do? Or who can I call on? What resources do I have? And, as a person who has a preference for introversion, I'm, I'm an introvert to the heart, even though I'm a, a teacher, trainer, um, I get my energy from within. So right. networking, um, contacting, reaching out to people, cold calls, all of that was very uncomfortable for me, uh, especially as a new entrepreneur. But once right. I started going to those conferences and making connections and realizing the power of networking, not just mm-hmm. to get but to share, to share my vision, to share my mission, to hear from others, to learn from others, to teach others, uh, mm-hmm. I became empowered. And so now I don't feel isolated. I know that I'm not in it alone. I know that, you know, some of the challenges that I've faced, some of the doors being closed along the way, that I'm not the only one that's faced that or I'm not the only one that's had that feeling. So I'm not alone, and, and I want other entrepreneurs to know there's so much power in networking and building your network, connecting with others. Um, don't be afraid to ask. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Someone can say no. They don't want to be a resource, and okay. Then, then we move on and we find someone else. But I've been fortunate that I've connected with some amazing women um, on this journey who have poured into me. They've taught me. Um, people like Kamika Smith and Lisa Ascalise, I mean, they poured into my vision. They've said, hey, you know, Kimberly, here are some suggestions. Here are some things that you can do. Here's some encouragement when you need it. So, right. so, so, we're, so that we're not isolated. 
Oh my goodness. That sort of flows right into my next question. And if you could help us, help us entrepreneurs who are even solopreneurs um, who are out there finding ourselves isolated, what would you say are um, some best places to start or some tips in terms of either how to connect or where to go to connect? What would you suggest? Okay. So when I first started out, so 2013 is mm-hmm. when um, I, had, I was working for a corporation, um, working on a project. And once that project ended, um, I decided, I, m- I made the choice to say, you know what, this is the time for me to kind of move on and, and, and really start to push this business. So, uh, so at that time, I did that, even though I ended up taking another role uh, with another organization, I was so serious about building my business. And so one of the things that I did, one of the first things I did um, when I stepped out was I attended um, the Black Enterprise um, Conference. So they have an entrepreneur's mm-hmm. conference every year. Um, this yeah. year is still coming up. It's in Charlotte, I believe, this year. And I had such an amazing experience there. So, so my first tip would be, Find a conference that's relevant to you. That one was relevant to me as a black entrepreneur, wanting to learn more, wanting to connect with fellow entrepreneurs, even understanding that I I had just started. There were so many things that I needed to know and so many things that I needed to learn. Even though I had already landed um, a, a decent contract, actually, I still mm-hmm. needed some help. I needed to understand. I needed to um I needed a network. I needed people to connect with. Uh-huh. So going to a conference like that, and it doesn't have to be that conference, although I highly recommend that one, uh, but there are a number of different uh, things that are going on on a regular basis that we can tap into. Uh, but there's so much power in, um, if you're feeling that isolation, is investing in you and really getting to the core of why you're feeling that way. Um, you know, it, are you feeling that way because you feel like you don't have the resources? Do you feel like um, you don't know enough people in, in the area that you're in? Like what, what is causing you to feel that way? And then tapping into organizations around you. Uh, the other thing that I would, I would encourage you to do is go on Eventbrite. Um, go on, in, on Eventbrite and just run a search for networking events in your area. But again, mm. don't just go to things just for the sake of going to them. Find the ones that are relevant to you. Um, I've been invited to so many different events, and I've turned down so many invitations because there are certain ones that, you know, I don't want to go just to, you know, I don't know, just stand around and have snacks and, you know, not really meet people and, and connect. I want to go right. there. I want, it, I want it to be meaningful. So uh, those are the two things that I would absolutely say is find relevant conferences where you're really going to learn things over the course of the year and also find networking events because those are happening regularly in our areas and we're we're not even aware that that we have access to them. That's a great idea, especially um, the Eventbrite. That hadn't even occurred to me. that's that's fantastic because I know that another one, um, an app that some people might use is Meetup. Yeah. And so maybe that happens in the same sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'll add those links too um, as a resource given that you suggested that and the Black Enterprise Conference um, oh, you know as what? well. One, one more thing. Um, mm-hmm. Use social media. I mean, use LinkedIn. I am such a fan of LinkedIn. I've made some amazing business connections uh, mm. through LinkedIn. Like I, when, I, when I say business connections, I mean connections that ended up in me gaining a new client. 
<laughs> so, you know, again, not just connecting with people for the sake of having a new friend or, or having another follower, but right. I, I want my I want my followers to make sense. I want it to, you know, I want um, if that means that I have two, <laughs> but I want it to make sense for me. Um, I want it to make sense for me and that person. So connecting on LinkedIn, if you see someone, I, I connected with a gentleman. I won't name the company, but mm-hmm. um, I noticed that he was looking at my profile that morning, and I sent him an email right away, and I said, hey, I noticed that you oversee learning and development for your organization. I'm a learning and development consultant. These are some of the clients that I've worked with. These are some of the results I've seen. And we got on a call, and before I knew it, I had, made, I had a new client. So oh, it's just, it, just using resources like LinkedIn to connect with people. Another um, success story on social media was on Twitter. Um, there was a woman, I will name names here, there was a woman, Cindy Ashton, um, who we were following each other, and as I was noticing some of the things that she was doing, I was thinking, hey, she would be a great resource for my show. Uh, and I reached out to her. I had never met her before, and we ended up having a call. We hit it off, and she um, came on my show. But then a little bit later, she actually was a big help to me in giving this, me some resources around getting my show more viewers. And so there are so many connections. Like I was able to help her in a way in, in um, allowing her to share her story to a wider audience, even though she already had a pretty large audience as it was. But then she was also a help to me. So use social media. Yeah. And I like that that note about having things that make sense in terms of I want my followers to make sense. I want my activities to make sense. Um, because I think sometimes we do get the message of sort of like casting net really wide. Um, mm-hmm. But to be really specific about and m- really mindful about how you're spending your time. That makes a lot right. of sense. Yeah. And so, because that was actually my next question. You almost, you answered it without me having to ask it. (laughs) Because my question was, how do you connect in ways that feel nourishing versus draining? Um, And it sounds like that. It's definitely one for me just because it's comfortable, right? Because I already already mentioned that I get my energy from within. So sometimes networking is draining for me, even though I know I have to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. But social media is a great way. And, again, those events, like attending those meaningful events. But I set a goal when I go to those and I say, okay, you know, at Kimberly, you're going to meet five new people or whatever that number is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great way. And then I ask people. I ask people to refer me. Um, I, I let people know what I do. So I make sure that even the connections that I have, um, I use those resources to connect with others. And that's proved, proven to be fruitful as well. Mm-hmm. I like that. So in the terms of um, connecting with others and finding um, clients as well as potential partners and um, all those different pieces, how do you know when it's time to reach out? Like, how do you know it's time for me? Okay, I, it's, been a, it's been a while, it's been a bit since I've connected with others. How can you tell that it's time to sort of, or how do you make sense of when you when you are social and when you're not, because I, I particularly resonate with the being the introvert piece and knowing that sometimes if I do that too many days in a row or too close together, I'm kind of zonked. Um, so right. for you, how, how do you manage that? Schedule it. So, I mean, I know because of the fact that, you know, this time of year, it's the end of the fiscal year for a lot of my clients. Mm-hmm. So everybody's trying to get, you know, training workshops in. So as far as being able to connect and having the time to talk to people, um, sometimes I just don't have it. Or um, when I do have that free time, I want to make sure that I'm 
putting it in the right place. So I'm, I'm pouring it into my children and my husband and my family, right? So um, I, I schedule the time out, and that might mean that I might not get an opportunity to talk to you except for at the end of the month or, you know, but I, I prioritize and I say, okay, these are the people that I absolutely need to connect with this month. And then I make sure that I make time. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm sending uh, a calendar invite and getting on their calendar all the time. Sometimes it's just me saying, okay, during this block of time, um, my goal is to reach back, reach out to these folks um, and at least get the conversation going again. Because you're right, sometimes we get to that place where there's somebody that we need to reconnect with and time continues to pass us by. And I will tell you right now, I am not awesome at this. <laughs> this is an area that I'm working on. Um, this is something that I've committed to for 2018 to say that I am going to do better as far as connecting and reconnecting uh, because I've, I've, again, along the way, I mean, it's, um, I've really honestly only been doing this, I mean, 2008 is when I registered my business, but 2013 is when I got serious about it. And it wasn't until the beginning of last year that, you know, all of the other um, sources of income from full-time or, um, you know, contract, whatever it was, that I, I ended those in order to just focus fully on the business. So as a result, it is more important now than ever for me to make sure I'm ma- maintaining those connections that I'm making along the way. Um, you know, I get those, when I get business cards um, at conferences, I'll make a little note on the back of the business card so I'll remember who it was or what it was about that person that made me want to connect with them. And that way it helps me prioritize who I follow up with, um, you know, with a phone call versus who I add to my mailing list, you know, that kind of thing. Right. I like that. And I wanted to, that sort of uh, tags off of, this is an additional question that I have, but I know you mentioned that you went to the Black Enterprise Conference and I've never gone, but I've been looking through their things. And so what was that, what was that experience like for you being at that conference? Oh my gosh. So I've gone, (laughs) I've gone a few times. Um, My first time going um, was 2013 as um, when, when I really got serious about the business and it was in Ohio and I drove, I got in a car and I drove to Ohio by myself to go to the Mm -hmm. conference and it was amazing. And the reason I say it was amazing was because I learned a lot during the conference. I, I was able to attend a number of the workshops and um, really, you know, take information, learn from some of the speakers. I connected with some of the speakers. One of the women with whom I connected um, at the conference, actually, it turned out she lived here in New Jersey. She was one of the speakers. Um, She lives here in New Jersey. She's the founder of the Association of Women Inventors and Entrepreneurs. I've been able to, uh, you know, speak at some of her events. I mean, it's just been amazing. And, you know, I've, she was on my show. So, um, you know, we've, we've been able to help each other in business, right. which is nice. So, again, you know, when we talk about networking and building relationships, it's so important that we are not just looking to get, 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 but we're, we also need to think about what we can bring to the table because if we're not bringing anything to the table, the relationship, it's not a relationship, right? Right. Um, but as far as that conference goes, I mean, it was the power of having the opportunity to connect with people um, in that business setting, but also to let your hair down. And I, my first year there, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Belle Biv DeVoe did a concert <laughs> that night. 
So, you know, not only did I have the opportunity to, you know, learn and connect and build and, and, and get more for my business, but also had the opportunity to have a little bit of fun. And I, I think it's really important when we talk about entrepreneurship and when we talk about, um, you know, just our own health as entrepreneurs that we're making the time for every piece. We're making the time for ourselves. We're making, our, making time for the fun. We're making time for family. And I think just in the way that it's structured, I learned that. I learned the importance of, you know, having time to just um, let our hair down and, and enjoy life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. You have, you have that. Um, just in that alone, that was such a solid endorsement. I know I'm going to go back to the website today um, and <laughs> check out the, the conference information because that does sound like that was um, – helpful in terms of business but also nourishing in terms of you um the entrepreneur as the person so yeah and um, and when I tell you that I've gone back um several times since so I've I've been to their conference in Miami since then I've been to their conference in Texas last year and they're in North Carolina this year so um so I and I don't go, um, you know. Again, this is an investment, so I don't right. go just just to say I've gone. Um, right. I really come away with solid takeaways every time I go. Oh my goodness, that's wonderful. Um, and that actually leads to the to the next question, which is the final question: um, is what does? Because it seems like it's very connected to you being at that conference. But what does minding my black business mean to you? Wow. Uh, So minding my black business, it means empowerment. Um, You know, I feel empowered as an entrepreneur, as a woman entrepreneur, as an African-American entrepreneur. I feel empowered to help others build and grow. I feel like there's a responsibility in minding my black business. There's a responsibility, um, a a commitment to whatever it is that our goals are as entrepreneurs, but there also is a responsibility to help each other. So as I move up and continue to step up, as as I gain these different opportunities, Holding the door open for someone else is so important when I think about minding my black business. Um, differentiation. So it's about setting ourselves apart as entrepreneurs. Um, if I'm taking care of my black business, I'm taking care of our black business. I'm, if I'm setting myself mm-hmm. apart and people can say, okay, I did business with that entrepreneur and she was amazing, I'm going to give that other one a chance. So setting ourselves apart um, from the other. Uh, building our brand. So I think mm-hmm. when we talk about minding our black business, it's very important. And, and that goes right in, in alignment with what I said about differentiation, but the power of building a solid brand so that, again, when people think of us, when people think of that particular business, when people think of us as entrepreneurs, they say, you know what, that person, Kimberly's amazing because A, B, C, and D. Or, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? So when I talk about right. minding, or when you talk, when you ask about minding my black business, business, I think about empowerment, I think about commitment, responsibility, differentiation, and the power of building our brand. That's it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was like a, a good meal. Uh, so I appreciate that. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. Kimberly, this has been so much fun and you have yes. just shared so many things and so many resources at the same time as you were being a resource yourself. Um, so I just want to say thank you for giving up your time with us today to, to join us um, and help us all be a little better. Absolutely. I love your platform, so I'm excited about being a part of it. Uh, so I appreciate the invitation. Thank you. So if you want to know more and you like what you heard, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. Also, follow the movement on our website, MindingMyBlackBusiness.com, and on our Facebook and Instagram pages under Minding My Black Business, and on Twitter under Minding My Black Biz. So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.